Yo! This new Facebook platform is awful weird. Welcome. If you are on replay, hit hashtag replay and let me know. I want to see where you're at. Um, tell me where you're signing in from. Welcome. We've had a bunch of new people in this group. Uh, I want to welcome you if you're brand new here. Um, likely you have heard about this uh, through a friend or just happened to jump in. This group really just to start off I wanted to say this group is really all about making sure <clears throat> excuse me that you are finding resilience in these times of change that you increase your capacity to be able to handle the new world that we're kind of merging into in case you haven't noticed lots changed in the last six months <laughs> I don't, if you told me in New Year's whoa <laughs> what it would be like holy shit um, uh, if you've just jumped in um, my name is Dr. Nima Romani I've been a chiropractor for the last eight, 19 years and I've discovered that stress is the underlying root cause of everybody's challenges who was coming to see me and so I just gave myself permission to go upstream and teach people how to change their thoughts feelings perceptions and to take whatever's been as an obstacle and turn it into fuel and as a direct result of doing this um, your relationships start to change your health starts to change and your health is a very big concern for me because we're going to talk about um, what's happening out there uh, you're seeing a lot of fighting going on like um, you know with the whole never mind the coronavirus and kind of implementing into that now racism is becoming such a hot topic I've you know I've even kind of stopped putting out content over the last week because I've just been kind of going inside instead of coming out because I thought I should because uh, there's a part of me that feels responsible oh there's a 7 p.m. everybody's cheering on the um, the support workers right now so everybody's kind of being loud right now but um, what I wanted to share in this transmission is if you're fighting something right now a lot of people are in intention their nervous systems as a collective whole because of the coronavirus have gone into hyper alert so many people on this planet are in sympathetic fight-or-flight or in dorsal vagal shutdown so it's like a different part of the nervous system activated and this is basically because we don't feel safe in our bodies and for good reason I mean it's so weird like yesterday I went biking around the seawall with my wife she was a few like meters behind me she was maybe 15 meters behind me and I rode a bike across I'm riding my bike and I sneezed. Sneezing will happen. I did a sneeze or I think it was a cough <coughs> like that and as I drove by there was a couple of uh, young women on bikes just kind of like off and it was well within six feet. It was well within like I would say it was well within 10 meters. <laughs> okay it was about well within 20 meters 30 meters it was quite a far distance but I kept going by and my wife heard them say who the fuck does that guy think he is coughing all over me 
number one. He's a that fucking asshole. I'm going to... Well, she, she said something about my race. I think they were kind of brown, too. But she made a comment about my race, some brown guy, right? This is what my wife heard. I didn't hear it. I had to hear this from my wife. This brown guy, whatever. And then she turned around and goes, I'm going to go fucking push him off his bike. So it, from a cough, it turned into like this aggressive attack against me. And I had to think to myself, she told me this. She says, you should have heard what they were saying about you. And I was like, just thinking to myself, it's pretty hardcore how, um, how much people are like on edge right now. And when you're activated and you're in sympathetic, what happens is it becomes an us versus them mentality. We forget that we're all on this planet Earth together, total forgetting. That's actually part of our biology. You go into a fighting state and immediately you don't feel safe. So it's an us versus them mentality. Let me know if you know what I'm talking about. I'd love to love to hear, you know, if, if this is landing or resonating on you. And so you have this this us versus them. We see separation and that's because all of a byproduct of our nervous systems. See, if we were at the top rung of the ladder of our nervous systems, which is called the ventral vagal, when we feel connection, we feel safety in our bodies, we then, it, our perceptions of each other starts to change. We don't see separation, we see oneness. But right now, we're not seeing much oneness right now. Anything, even in all of the best intentions, is perceived, is misperceived and people will go under attack. And I'm not calling out any specific races. I'm talking about anyone in the human race, whether you're black, you're white, you're Persian. We do this and we're doing a lot of it for good reason. And I'm not, I'm not um, saying it, 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 I'm not denouncing people who are angry. I'm not uh, invalidating anybody's anger. We all have a right to our own anger. Okay, we all feel that we have a right to our anger. Anytime we get angry, it's because we feel attacked, we feel threatened. And so because of those symptoms, we then turn around, we don't know how to manage them. So what we do is we turn around and we attack. So we feel oppressed by somebody for good reason. Many times there's systemic oppression, systemic whatever going on and then we we feel oppressed and then we I'm talking we as humans we then turn around and then we then go and attack another we attack somebody else I feel oppressed then I attack and what happens is then the victim the oppressed starts to attack and becomes the perpetrator and it becomes this cycle and each person in that cycle if you take them out and isolate them will feel perfectly justified in feeling attacked feeling blamed feeling that it was about them and they will turn around and they will this I'm just talking about the victim perpetrator the drama triangle and what happens is here's the worst part of it it starts to affect your health. It starts to affect your well-being. 
it starts to affect uh, your digestion you don't have great digestion anymore because now you're in a fight all the time here are some of the symptoms that I want to introduce you to to let you know if you're in this fight okay uh, digestion it's not that great you your immune system starts to fall apart because of the sympathetics now here's please understand I'm not taking away your right to be angry at all this is not the conversation because everybody who's angry in that moment of rage perfectly feels justified and for good reason I'm not taking that away I'm just saying let's take a step back and see not to make your rage wrong or invalidate it I'm I'm introducing you to the concept that we can actually change how we feel inside to create less separation and create more harmony but the only way to do that is by going inside so I'm introducing you on how to do that and why that's important but I want to first point out some symptoms that you might be noticing to let you know that you're in a fight and I want to give you some options here so that because I want because I'm, I'm my only interest is healing under the context of healing outside of the context of healing we have oppression we have fighting we have justice we have all of this stuff okay great outside within the context of healing if you'll permit me because that's what this whole community is about is to create a context for healing that's all I'm interested in about I put on these goggles as healing healing okay healing that's that's all I care about check in right now and I'd like for you to write in the comment section as well like your experience of it how are you digesting your food is it solid is it irritable bowel is it you know like diarrhea or constipation or irregularity what's that like okay take a little inventory number two your immune system do you have autoimmune stuff have they been flaring up there's a good there's a good when the autoimmune system is flaring up there's that's a good indicator that you're in a fight uh, are your immune systems low? Are you getting sick quite a bit? Chances are you're going through a fight, whether it's external or it's internal. I, I, from my observation, you can't have an external fight without an internal one first. That's where it begins. How are you sleeping? This is the next one. Are you sleeping solidly? Are you getting, I remember when I was going through an internal and an external war two years ago with my ex, I would go weeks without sleeping. And I just remember thinking to myself, my God, like I will do anything to, to, to be able to wake up and not be in this constant state of hypervigilance and alarm. Let me know if you can resonate or relate to that. Um, how's your hormone balances? Are your, your, your periods regular? Are they becoming irregular? Are you having men? Are you having like low sex drive? I just want you to get this your sex hormones compete with your stress hormones so when you're being a chased by a tiger you're not you know you're not really horny when you're being chased by a tiger well maybe if it's a cougar that's a different story but if it's a tiger no that's my little joke I'm just trying to be playful um, energy what's your energy when you wake up do you feel sluggish okay great when you feel sluggish just know that your nervous system is under attack a perceived attack okay checking in are you able to push forward in your life your career 
your relationships? Or are you constantly stopped by endless resistance and self-sabotage? That's an indication of an internal fight that's going on, which will then create an external one. And if, if one that's happening internally, and you're not okay with it, when I, know, when I have an internal battle going on, an internal fight that's happening, that I'm not okay with some part of myself, what'll happen is I'll start to get into fights externally. I'll start to get into conflict externally. And so I thank God I've been able to learn how to really self-assess and to see conflict as just external conflict as a big mirror for what's going on inside. And I have the tools to be able to transform it. It's really my goal. Um, and do you have an ability next one do you have an ability to connect with the world and see beauty in it you know and not constantly feel like everything's gonna be taken away I can remember that this hyper vigilance what if everything's gonna be taken away if you have any of those symptoms or those symptoms have been predominating predominating in your life then I'm inviting you to look that those symptoms that there is there is that it's not an external fight that you're going through there's one that's happening internally that you are responsible for that can't be quelled by the externals fixing it for you if the externals fix that fight for you whatever you're arguing whatever you're oppressed by if it gets quelled externally that internal one will still find a way to create other conflicts everywhere else you go you'll notice you're getting into the same arguments again and again and again you notice you're getting into the same patterns same relationships same arguments same conflicts again and again and again if you're constantly fighting the world what's it doing to your nerve I'm not taking away your right to be angry please get this you have every right to be the question is are you going to keep fighting externally or are you gonna address the internal fight that's happening that's what becoming trigger proof is all about becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trying to take down everybody who's trying to oppress me because these are hierarchies there's a pecking order in my life I have obviously I you know I have had um, I have ha I, I've been disadvantaged in certain areas advantaged in other areas um, but me constantly fighting the externals and not addressing the one internally I'm not saying not to fight for social justice of course of course it's time to stand for social justice but first fight the internal war within the parts of you that you've ignored the parts of you that felt abandoned the parts of you that don't feel good enough the parts of you that constantly bump up against the same narrative of not feeling seen not feeling heard needing your oppressor to see them and hear them the question I have is have you taken the time to learn how to see and hear yourself because if you haven't that then there, the, the, there's going to be a war inside of you, your younger self, fighting 
trying to tear down your whole fucking life again and again and again to try to get your attention to finally have you stop fighting with that little voice inside and start to join it's not easy but when you do all of a sudden everything changes I'm urging you to take a look at all of the fighting that you've been going through around you and see it as a potentially a potentially great opportunity to go inside and to heal the fighting that's happening inside of you because here's what happens when you do that external stuff you show up as a greater version of yourself more regulated more empathetic you're able to rationally have a conversation rather than be shouting and screaming and arguing and that doesn't answer anything um, one of the one of the members of this community Dini actually there was a um, I, I talked about uh, I did a post earlier addressing the conversation of black on black crime black on black murder and it totally got misrepresented and I didn't even know it was one of my blind spots one of the big arguments against the black lives matter is when people say even black people say hey what about uh, black lives matter why doesn't black lives matter to black people because black people are murdering black people what about them why don't you talk about that and I've noticed that that conversation of addressing black people murdering black people is a distraction for the conversation about you know all li uh, black lives matter it's kind of like saying all lives matter saying wait all lives matter distracts us from the black lives matter movement and so does the conversation of what about black on black crime so I did a post about that you can read it it's it's in this it's in this book it's in this group and people were and I and I showed the rationale for it I said it's a systemic issue that goes all the way you know childhood beyond childhood where they did the doll test and you can see it it's a heartbreaking uh, uh, heartbreaking uh, experiments where they take little children and they have a black doll and a white doll which one's the pretty one which one's the good one which one's the bad one which one's the ugly one and the majority of the time the bad one and the the ugly one were the black one and the pretty one and the uh, good one was the white one and even black children were saying this I did that as a a demonstration to show the effects of this intergenerational systemic racism and this one woman she's a black woman saw black on black crime and completely just lost her shit on me saying you're a racist you're this and I was like whoa I didn't understand like I was actually in my opinion my perception I was actually supporting what she was saying she got triggered by the term black on black crime and so I had to contact a couple of uh, black friends of mine and go look could you just look at what I just wrote maybe I have a blind spot here I don't see it aren't we saying the same thing and my black friend went through it and he said yeah when you speak on their behalf uh, speak on our behalf without an invitation I I know you Nima I know your your intentions are really good and I you've been working hard to promote um, you know equality and empathy and all of that stuff uh, but it's it's wiser if you change the language because it's not like the black on black crime is a white concept it's a systemic concept and 
it, it's true that was my point but um to to bring it up in a way where uh it's kind of like speaking about people rather than it, that that was my total blind spot i was trying to help and in my blind spot it's wiser for me to be more inclusive and to invite black people into the conversation and to actually maybe interview uh my friend who's uh, really outspoken about this stuff uh rather than speaking for black people and that was my blind spot and it was like oh yeah and i, be I believe dini she saw that as well and pointed it out and i was like oh thank you please i even said i'm very open to changing my views i am open to changing my views i my views are not set in stone my views are plastic neuro like my brain is i'm learning new things all the time and i took a risk by putting it out there and i got shat on by somebody who was really upset who's now blocked me she's not going to i'm trying to reach out an olive branch to her because that's how I roll uh, she's not having any of it she's really upset at me and I was like really taken aback that's part of the reason why I haven't been doing my transmissions because I'm doing a little bit more listening now than speaking and that was a really good lesson for me but it just goes to show how I felt I felt attacked and when she was attacking me all I wanted to do was defend myself my ego when when you are having a fight an us versus them and you attack somebody even who has wronged you and i i take i i fully apologize for what i said uh and and the manner in which i said it it was totally taken out of context i own up to it uh and i'm gonna do better and i'm and i'm learning and i'm growing and the way dini shared that with me was was I was able to learn and I was able to it was able to land for me and my friend Joel he did the same thing and I was like please help me understand where did I go wrong here the way that it was initially shared with me was in such attacking language towards me that there was no way that I could possibly hear because my nervous system was in such a defense that all I wanted to do was defend myself. There's no empathy. I couldn't have empathy if I felt so much so much threat. And so the take-home message is is that if you want your message to land on people, you're you're wiser to deliver it with empathy. Now I know that's not easy, especially to empathize with somebody who you've perceived as attacking you is probably the most difficult thing you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world which is nervous system regulation becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less it means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds anytime there's reactivity there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between 
listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Ever, which is the challenge of relationships, isn't it? When somebody has contempt for you, probably the most difficult skill, and this is what I'm working on, and I'm working on this in my marriage right now. This is what I want to become better at, and I'm committed to becoming even better with Diana with this, is when somebody's angry and upset with you and holds contempt for you, when the contempt is directed at you, to still be able to hold space for that person, even when their contempt is directed at you, that to me is the ultimate badassery. That's what being trigger-proof is all about. That, my friend, if you're able to do that, you are able to create a beautiful community around you. You're able to create healthy relationships. To be able to stand there when somebody has contempt for you and to be able to own it fully, take it in, right, and hold space for them and not abandon yourself. In order to do that, it takes some deep inner work. It takes some work to decondition that natural response we have to abandon ourselves as soon as we're triggered. As soon as you get angry and upset with me and you start yelling at me and calling me a racist, which is what this woman did, she literally called me a racist, immediately my defense mechanism was, I, I'm not a racist, no I'm not, you don't know me, and I wanted to fucking attack back. That's what my nervous system wanted to do. I was watching it. I was like, holy shit, I want to fight back. Like, this is what happened. And this is happening on social media. This is happening everywhere. I had to take a minute. I was like, whoa. <laughs> For me to have, it, it's the hardest thing to do. And yet, this is the skill that will change humanity. Very few people understand it. That's the that's the hallmark of becoming trigger-proof. When somebody has contempt for you and somebody's angry with you, to be able to hold space and empathize with them without abandoning yourself. Now, there's gray areas, there's fine lines, and you know people can get verbal, they can get very personal, they, which happens a lot. That's the first sign. When you start getting personal attack, when someone disagrees, that's when you know you've crossed your threshold of um, self-abandonment. Because you're you're, what you're doing is you're responding to your own self-abandonment. You're attacking the other person back because of the belief that I'm not enough. You've abandoned yourself and that hurts so much that you're attacking the person who's responsible for your self-abandonment. What if you learned how to master turning that relationship around. I wonder what would happen. I wonder what would happen if you did. So um, let me know if this resonates with you because the most important qu question you want to ask is this. This is, this is your only thing. If you're going through a war right now, if you're going through a battle, whether you're going through a divorce, whether you're going through a legal thing right now, your only responsibility that, that I want to invite you to look at is how well am I sleeping at night? How great is my digestion? Is it solid? Is it steady? Does it feel okay? Am I able to digest food properly? 
you want to be able to sleep solidly you want to be able to have a robust immune system you want to have energy because when you do the other side of, of doing this work to become trigger proof is to get good hormonal balance where you now have a healthy sexual appetite you actually want to fuck again <laughs> you actually are not exhausted all the time when you wake up you have the energy to do the things right you wake up and you you, you people sense it in you people sense wow there's something different about you you have your energy back you're able to push forward through challenges through resistance rather than be completely paralyzed by the resistance and believe me I know the resistance I've had resistance to doing this this um, transmission for you I didn't want to do it you know and the most important our ability to connect with the earth with the world with others and feel general safety here and feel like you know we're safe here and you can see beauty and so if you're wanting this I want to give you a gift uh, if you haven't received it already write in the comment section send me the training I have a 90 minute training that's free for everybody in the community but since it's new I have a, uh, a training it's called becoming trigger proof say yes I want the training and I'm gonna send you a DM uh, and I'm going to give you the link with the promo code. It goes through all the steps necessary to become trigger proof so you can have better sleep, so you can stop fighting externally and go in and heal the internal battle inside and be able to handle your triggers. You have better digestion, sleeping solidly, more energy. You're able to push through resistance, feeling safe in your body, feeling a good connection with the earth, and feeling that people generally are good that's a side effect of doing the work that's what I want that's what this community is all about let me know what was uh, relevant for you in this and uh, we will see you at the next perfect time let me know if you want to see catch the um, the training and if you have any questions or comments please put it in the comment section and I'd love to do the next training for you tomorrow see you then